You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time! The Hurricanes win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Ninth red zone snap of the day. They do not have a touchdown. Shotgun. Burrow. Looks, floats, left side, caught Jamar Chase. Touchdown, Cincinnati. He wins the battle against Fenton. And the Bengals are back in it. A 31-yard attempt for Cincinnati. Snap, placement, McPherson, kick on the way. It's good. McPherson knocks it through and the fairy tale continues for the Cincinnati Bengals. They are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, they are. Ian Eagle with that call at Westwood One. Super Bowl 56 is just seven, well, let's see, six hours away. A little over six hours, between six and seven. They started at 5.30, but there's, of course, a lot of pregame hype and excitement and everything that goes into the game. It's SoFi Stadium, it's Los Angeles, it's the Rams, and it's the Cincinnati Bengals, a team led by Joe Burrow, who is more than just the quarterback for the team. He's a near mythological figure, I would say. Uh, in his hometown of the Plains in southeastern Ohio. He's 25 years old. He has been a galvanizing force for good in this beleaguered village near Athens, Ohio, giving residents something to be happy about and an identity that they can take pride in. That pride became about more than just football. Poverty in the region. He talked about it in his Heisman Trophy speech. There is a hunger relief effort in that area that's brought in $1.5 million in donations. Joe Burrow is very proud of where he comes from. And the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, yes, he is now the quarterback, isn't it perfect, of Cincinnati in the great state of Ohio. He said this. Yeah, being from Ohio and being the quarterback of the Bengals is something that I'm really proud of. You know, Growing up, there really weren't a lot of Bengals friends and in high school and in middle school and, and growing up, it was all Steelers and Browns. And then there were you know, a few Bengals fans here and there that kind of got made fun of a little bit. So I think as a team, we're excited to put a product on the field that the fans are proud of and that kind of gives them bragging rights. They haven't had that in a while. So you know, I'm excited to give that to them. He is a confident young man, national champion at LSU, and now in year two in the Super Bowl with the Bengals. You know, I've kind of 
always been a confident player, you know, more so now than I probably ever have been before um, because I feel like I've proven to myself that I can play at a high level at this at this level of football. Um, you know, I think as a quarterback, it's really important to exude that confidence, not only in yourself, but in all of your teammates. And I think, you know, the quarterback sets the tone for the culture in the locker room. And you know, I try to be that kind of player in person for, for everybody here. His coach is Zach Taylor. And again, like I've said, he, he's built for the stage. Um, he's played for state championships. He's played for national championships. Now he's playing for Super Bowl. I think that's been his expectation all along. He's not surprised by it. Um, he rises to these these occasions, and uh, you know we're, we're certainly happy to have him. Nobody even really realizes how young Zach is. Really, you know, he does a great job of commanding the room, and I would say the only time you you notice it is when he's you know relating to the players. He does a great job of of doing that, like you you know would expect he would. And you know, honestly, we've never even spoken about the the playoff drought once this whole season. We, got, we have a really young team that doesn't really even understand, you know, the historical significance of, of what we're doing. We're just out there playing football and, you know, getting better while we're doing it. His tight end is probably going to play today. The reports are that he will. C.J. Uzoma. Uh, I mean, he's, he's got ice in his veins. Um, so, yeah, the, the utmost confidence, right? Like, we got, we got him in the huddle. We have his mind and, and his ability to um, analyze defenses and just be a, a – a leader, just a presence, a, a ice cold blooded killer out there just dissecting deep. I mean, it's great. It's great. You know, that's why I call him franchise. He is, he's a franchise player. He's someone who can turn an organization around. Um, and like you said, it's not one person. It's not, I mean, this is a team game. It's the ultimate team game. And, and you know, one of the hardest things to, to achieve in sports. And, and, you know, but he is, he is a, a vital part in, in why we are where we are. Tell you what, when your teammates are talking about their quarterback like that, you have made it. Joe Burrow has them doing whatever he asks. Here is running back Joe Mixon. You know, I know he got hurt last year, but even last year he was a he was a warrior. I um, mean, he fought through a lot of things. He he um, the first day he even took the huddle with us in 2020, uh, we just knew he'd be something special, knew it'd be a leader. And this year is just. Um, compared to last year, just night and day. I'm very excited for him and his career, how it took off and how he's thriving under um, bright lights. And, you know, he, he's going to be one of his great quarterbacks, especially young quarterbacks in the league for a special um, period of time, hopefully, you know, 15-plus years. Joe Burrow, he could make history tonight as the Cincinnati Bengals are going for their first-ever Super Bowl title. They'll take on the Rams shortly after 5.30 in L.A. More on the Super Bowl coming up. Next, we're going to talk to Brad Luce over at Mizzou. What a night. The eighth Rally for Ryan event uh, the seventh annual Rally for Ryan charity game for pediatric cancer research, and they had over 8,000 inside Mizzou Arena. That's next on KMOX. Brad Luce joins us live. We'll also update you on what's going on with Major League Baseball. He's a big Cardinals fan, so he's going to want to hear this 
for me as well. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Tom Ackerman coming to you from the Stiefel Sports Studio at 1116, and we're joined live from the University of Missouri. We welcome Brad Luce. Brad, negotiations between Major League Baseball and the players resumed yesterday, four days before the start of spring training. Nobody will officially announce that spring training is delayed. I guess I could. <laughs> I mean, at this point, but the session lasts an hour. Major League Baseball made a new proposal. Lawyers for the players apparently thought that it only had minor movement. So the fifth bargaining session didn't go great, it doesn't sound like, but we'll see. I know as a Cardinals fan, you are holding out hope, Brad. Yeah, we've got to get this going. This is nonsense. It's it's baseball season. Let's what go. Heck? Let's get going. Well, and more, Tommy, more importantly, I've got a trip to Phoenix uh, coming up here in a couple of weeks for business, and I'm planning on attending a spring training game while I'm there, so... They need to get this thing moving, so I've got something to do while I'm in Phoenix. I love it. Well, you know what? That's the other thing is after this game tonight, after the Super Bowl, I really think that sports fans, they're going to be looking for things. What else is going on? And if baseball is not one of those things on their radar, there's a chance they could go walk somewhere else. So you want to make sure you grab as many as possible. But for big baseball fans like you and me, we want it ASAP, and we want it like two weeks ago. But anyway, sports uh, sports will continue. Spring training is going to happen, I think, but it's going to be delayed. And then I think that if, if it's going like I think it will, I don't think baseball will, or can they, uh, get into the regular season where it isn't played. I mean, they've got to play games, so... Right. They've got to make money, and I think this thing will start March thirty first or May thirty March thirty first. We'll see. Uh, I'm just starts digging into people's pockets. uh, Things happen to move a little faster at that point. There is no question about it. Um, College basketball is what you and I are talking about in the interim, and what an incredible night! Not only for the Mizzou basketball team, but for the rally for Ryan game. You and I have a tradition of talking about this after every single time, and it's uh, to raise awareness for pediatric cancer research, the seventh annual charity game. First of all, isn't that amazing that you've had seven of these Rally for Ryan games, Brad? It really is. Uh, you know, I walking out there uh, last night in, in front of a, a big crowd, and I, every year I, I keep thinking that this thing is going to lose steam and that people are going to lose interest in this. And, and every year it just keeps growing bigger and bigger. And I wish we could take credit for that. Uh, it's, it's not us. It, it's the people of Missouri that keep coming back. And uh, I'm pretty sure at this point, um, if I said, hey, look, we're not doing this anymore, they'd just get rid of me and keep the game going. And so it's, uh, it's very humbling, and we're extremely thankful that uh, it's grown to be what it is. Childhood cancer is the leading cause of death by disease in children under the age of 15 in the United States. One in 285 children in the U.S. will be diagnosed with cancer by the time they are 20 years old. That is a sobering fact, and it is one that uh, you and your family uh, understand, having gone through a tough time, but in the end, a, a, a very successful and uplifting time with your daughter, Ryan. Yeah, this, is, uh, this game's kind of turned into, into a celebration for us. Ryan has uh, come out the other side of the journey. Um, not only has she been cancer-free now for five years, uh, we got an email from her oncologist a couple months ago saying, hey, look, we don't even need you to come do scans anymore. Uh, we think that she's good to go for life. And so really a turning point uh, signified the end of the journey or at least the next chapter of the journey and for Ryan and our family, and, and we're really thrilled. But 
unfortunately, she is the exception, not the rule when it comes to childhood cancer. Um, too many kids are still having to fight like crazy. Uh, too many of them are, aren't seeing the end of their journey. And it's just sad. And, you know, we need to do something to change that fact. Um, you know, science is amazing. And we've come a, a long way in a short period of time, but we still got a, a lot farther to go. Thousands of dollars raised and certainly when Ryan was five and you started to notice those issues until now, it has been uh, some journey in her life, in your life, and in the lives of the people at the University of Missouri. What a family you have there, Brad. What a what a group. And I, I'm certain, you know, as your life took twists and turns and, and you ended up being on Kim Anderson's staff, um, little did you know how meaningful the city of Columbia and the surrounding area you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Boone County would be for you. Yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it's a special place. And, uh, you know, yeah, little did we know eight years ago when we moved to Columbia that, you know, this would truly become home for us and that the people in, in this community would become our family. Um, they've just, the way they've opened their arms and welcomed us and uh, brought us in has just been extremely humbling. And, and you know, we're eternally grateful uh, for the the love and support that we receive. You are, well, you're great people, and uh, great people find each other, and certainly Mizzou is filled with them. And this basketball team, you know, I, the one thing that I always hoped for with regard to this program is that they would get support, that people in Columbia and the surrounding area would support the basketball team. And uh, last night, in conjunction with Rally for Ryan, you drew 8,400 people. Uh, there have been uh, some good crowds there. The student section has come out for games like the Auburn game. And in this SEC, you just never know from one game to the next what's going to happen. And Missouri's been able to win some of these games. They beat Ole Miss last night, 74-68. Just your overview of that basketball game. Well, I, I think overall – our basketball program is playing good basketball. They, they really are. Um, unfortunately, you know, over the last 10 games or so, the results don't really signify the level of play that they've had. Uh, you know, it seems like every game we're getting a lead uh, at about the four-minute mark to go in the game, and then, you know, we keep shooting ourselves in the foot going down the stretch. And thankfully last night we were able to figure it out and, and pull out a win. But, uh, you know, this team is playing good basketball, you know, and they deserve the support of the people of the state of Missouri. Um, they're, they're really close 
to uh, putting together a string of wins. And so I was really happy that last night they could get it done. I do want to point out that puts the record for the rally for Ryan game at six and one, Tom. All right. <laughs> and the one loss was last year uh, in overtime to Arkansas. And I, there's an asterisk by that because we all had COVID. And so we didn't even get to go to the game. And so is it really a rally for Ryan game if Ryan's not even there? So uh, in my eyes, we're still undefeated in the rally for Ryan game. Isn't that awesome? That is just such a great thing. I love that. Uh, let's let's continue it on and, and, and see what happens moving forward. But with this program for right now, I kind of said this at the start of the show, is that the slogan for Conzo Martin's program is to the finish line. So let's judge them at the end of the season and then decide what the course of action is for this program moving forward. But for right now, you know, they still have opportunities in front of them. And like you said, you just never know from one game to the next. I mean, they're one decision, one pass, one shot, one made basket away from knocking off the number one team in the country, Brad, in Auburn not too long ago. No no doubt, right? I mean, you you look at how they played. Uh, They took Florida down to the wire and had every chance to win that game. Uh, They beat Texas A&M at Texas A&M. Come down, you, you beat Ole Miss. The, the Vanderbilt game came down the last couple minutes. I mean, so they're, they're putting themselves in position to win games. Now we've just got to figure out how to win games. And, you know, that seems a little cliche um, and a little obvious, but it's true. I mean, there's something about knowing how to win games and figuring out how to win games at the end of, end of ball games. I mean, you could look at Missouri and a fan and a media member or someone like me who follows, you know, as both uh, could say, well, Missouri just doesn't shoot the ball well. Well, they did last night. I mean, they they shot 50% from three. They were 7 of 14 from beyond the arc and shot 54% as a team. That's pretty good. I mean, what's the biggest thing you think that they could improve on to try to make a little push here towards the SEC tournament? Well, I mean, this is the same things that Coach Martin's been, you know, harping on all year long. I I think the the number one thing is, is not letting the ball stick, getting it side to side, which gets the defense moving. And then when you get a, in an advantageous position and somebody closes out on you long or whatever it may be, you got to be able to attack the paint and get the ball into the middle of the floor. That sucks the defense in. And when you suck the defense in, now you can kick out to a shooter and you've got a wide-open spot three. Problem is, is we haven't been getting enough of those wide-open spot threes. Instead, it's been more uh, coming off screens or uh, shooting off the dribble or whatever it may be. And so the quality of shot will determine the percentage that we shoot. And, uh, you know, we got – great quality shots last night by attacking the paint and the uh, percentages show that when you look at this roster and there are some talented teams uh, out there in in the SEC I mean I don't think there's any uh, question about that you're going to have to compete each and every night the talent level is very strong in this league but you look at the Missouri roster and there are some good ones and you know Trayvon Brazil uh, pops for me uh, you know, as somebody that makes you say, wow, I, I think the the sky is the limit for him. I really do. What What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you, you look at this kid and his potential is just through the roof. Uh, he's long. He's got a good uh, stroke. He can really put it on the floor. He's an unbelievable shot blocker. And so he he's the complete package. And, you know, I think with time, you, we're going to look back, you know, two, three years from now, and you're like, man, that kid's really come a long way because he's definitely got the potential. Now it's just a matter of him putting the time in the gym and, and improving every single day. And from what I understand, a, a very nice young man, very humble and, and understanding you know, where he is in this moment of time. And th- that counts a lot, 
uh, in this yeah. game, no doubt about it. Without it, yeah, no doubt. He uh, seems to be a great kid. Uh, you know, and I think the, the biggest compliment that I can give him is, you know, in the locker room, the kids love him. His teammates love him. And so uh, that just says a lot about him. A lot of times you see kids and they put on a good face to the public uh, in press conferences, but uh, in the locker room, it's, it's, never, it's not hardly the case, but with him, it is the case. And uh, he's a great teammate. He's a great kid. Uh, and he's hopefully going to be a great Tiger for you know, a long time to come. This is someone who would know definitely has uh, seen the sport behind the curtain. And that is former assistant coach Brad Luce with us on KMOX. He is a uh, former coach. Uh, he is a broadcaster. He is a fundraiser. He's a dad. He's a husband. He's also a Cardinals fan. And I'm going to guess that, you know, a whole lot about this game tonight between the Bengals and the Rams. And you have a pick for me as to who is I going do. to win tonight's game. Absolutely. So uh, you can lock this one in the books, and and I I hate to say this because I know uh, a lot of people in St. Louis don't want to hear this, but the key to the night tonight is going to be the tight end play for the Rams, and uh, that is Kendall Blanton, our former tight end at Mizzou. But more importantly, he's the former intern for the Tiger Scholarship Fund. And uh, I had him for about three months as an intern. I taught him everything I know, and that greatness is going to show tonight on the field. I see him catching a uh, touchdown pass in overtime to win the game for the Rams. Well, I can't blame you for that. And I will say this, that I'll be rooting against the Rams hard tonight. <laughs> but if he makes a play, I'll smile for you. That's for sure. Here's what I, you know what? I'm flipping this. Here's what I'm going to say. Kendall Blanton <laughs> catches four <laughs> touchdown passes, but the Rams lose uh, in overtime. How about that? Yeah. Give him the MVP of the Super Bowl for all we care. I yeah. Mean, there you go. We'll get Kendall the MVP. Yeah. There you go. I'll, you, I'll go with that. I don't want to be hated in St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's well, that's impossible. All right. That's absolutely impossible. You'll never be hated <laughs> here. St. Louis behind you all the way rally for Ryan, the seventh annual charity game. Uh, what a great thing. And I'm so glad that you were able to join us this morning on KMOX and keep the tradition alive. Best to you and your family. And we will see you soon. Well, Tom, thank you for having me on. Always appreciate it, and uh, I look forward to seeing you come soon. All right, buddy. I will. I'll be there. All right, Tommy. Brad Luce with us on KMOX Radio. It's 1130 from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. When we come back, we'll dive right back into the Super Bowl. And then don't forget, 1145, it's Lauren Lovett. We're going to have our pick, our final pick of the season. We started in week one. We went through 18 weeks of regular season all of the postseason, and after all of that, picking straight up against each other, she leads me by one. So if she wins tonight, assuming we are picking different teams, if she wins tonight, then she wins. If I win tonight, we tie after the entire season. Unbelievable. I can't lose to Lauren. Can I? Maybe. We'll come back right after this. Look at the Super Bowl and... A terrific week for Dick Vermeil on KMOX. It's 11.34, surprise guest on Sports on a Sunday morning. If we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, and it is today, we are going to talk to somebody who has called multiple Super Bowls. We're going to talk to somebody who is the Pete Rozelle Award winner at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We are going to talk to the one and only Joe Buck on KMOX. How are you, Joe? Hi, Tom. How are you? Thank you for taking I'm well. Thank you for taking my call. A last-minute 
shift and look who's available and made himself available. You were the best. Well, I mean, I used to host that show uh, <laughs> until it got in the way of my hangovers, and then I, <laughs> I moved on. So I'm proud that you're living your life the right way, and uh, you're a better man than I. I am carrying on as best I can. Yesterday, by the way, just as an aside, yesterday I pulled this one off. I did a game in Terre Haute. I drove to Terre Haute, did the Indiana State-Illinois State game on TV, and then drove back <laughs> And did the slew women's game on radio last night. Now, oh, well, that puts my little trip on a cable car to shame back in San Francisco when I did 49ers and then Giants Cardinals. So you got me beat. I woke up this morning. I'm like, what was I thinking? What if there was traffic on 70? I mean, I would have had to call Bob Ramsey out, out of uh, wherever he was to get to do the game or something. I mean, I, that was a little bit yeah. of a gamble on my part. Yeah, no, I, I like those gambles though. It just adds a little spice to the uh, to the assignment. So, and then you get there and you're able to exhale and do the game and have fun. So oh, that's good. It felt good to walk into Shafitz, uh, you know, in one piece. But anyway, so Joe, the reason I have you on, of course, is to talk about this huge game tonight. I really appreciate this. Let's break this one down. Uh, we know emotionally how St. Louis fans feel about the Rams. I'd say 98% of this city is going to root for the Bengals. There's still that 2% that will root for the brand just because, just because. But putting that aside, taking emotion out of this, looking at this football game, where... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Do the Rams have an advantage in this game, and where do the Bengals have an advantage? You know, I was pretty shocked that the Rams made the deal they made to get Vaughn Miller. He was dealing with an ankle injury. Um, he didn't really look like Vaughn Miller uh, when they picked him up, and it took a while for him to get into the full and get feeling, I think, healthy and then comfortable in their defense. But you put Vaughn Miller, Leonard Floyd, and, of course, Aaron Donald, who's likely the best player in the game, period, uh, on that defense, Jalen Ramsey on the back end. I mean, defensively, they have star power and they have ability. And up front on their defensive line, they should get after Joe Burrow. Uh, but 
Burrow has got that it factor, and I, I don't think he's going to be overwhelmed by playing in the Super Bowl in his second year in the league, coming off a torn ACL last year. So I, I think it's a pretty evenly matched game. And uh, if this postseason is any indication, even with the one-week layoff, I expect a tight game. And I know that the line's been going down. I think the Rams probably will win, but uh, I, I would not hesitate from picking Cincinnati with the points. I, I think it's going to be a really, really good game, fun game. I do too. I think it's going to be a tight game. You know, we talk a lot about Burrow, and there's no doubt he has a an aura about him. He has a winning attitude. He's a cool guy. I don't know anyone who doesn't want to be Joe Burrow right now. But on the other side, Matthew Stafford's had some career, hasn't he? I mean, you think about the the twists and turns. He's been paid a lot of money, uh, but you know, he plays for the Detroit Lions. He goes through a lot. He comes over to L.A., a team that had uh, switched quarterbacks, and he finds a way. He also has some good receivers, but he has found a way to get himself into this game. Good quarterback, good career. Yeah, just a just a really likable guy, really tough. He's he's beloved by everybody in the room, so to speak, because of that toughness. And uh, I, he battled every week with Detroit. There's no doubt about it. And he went and played hurt. Did everything he could, throwing his body around to try to get wins for that team. And I think the fans in Detroit recognize that and and certainly miss him now that he's gone. And when you see the stories coming out of Detroit where they have Detroit Rams T-shirts because of Matthew Stafford, it's because he made an impression there with, with the kind of person that he is. So, you know, if you think about the money, the Rams, money and picks, the Rams gave up to trade up to get golf. He gets him to the Super Bowl. They unload and give him a huge contract. Then the money that they had to eat, the picks they had to give up to get rid of him and get Matthew Stafford. I mean, it is a steep, steep price. And they basically cashed in their their draft picks to, to win now. And here they are in their home stadium with a chance to win the Super Bowl. I know, like you said, there's not a lot of love lost back at home for, for what's going on out here. But I, I think individually you get to know these guys from sean mcveigh on down uh it's it's an organization of of really good people from the head coach you know through the last person on the roster and so i there's a lot of good individual stories um and again i i'm I'm excited to see how matthew stafford after all those years and being zero and three in his career in the postseason steps out on that field and how he starts because he's had a, a tendency to start a little wild a little amped up and if you're ever going to do it, tonight would be the night for that. So I, I think he's got to calm down early. Uh, and Cincinnati better better jump on him uh, in, the, in the first quarter. If they can take away the Bengals, take away Cooper Cup, uh, how big would that be? Obviously, I, you can't take away, but if you focus and try to eliminate him from as many plays as possible, I think you got a better chance. You do, I, and I think they're going to miss uh, Higby, their tight end. I, I think that he's kind of that that guy underneath and down the middle when Cooper Cup's doing his stuff that Stafford really developed a good relationship with, and he's out with the knee. Um, and so that's, that's a big piece that's not there. Uh, Beckham's been a surprise, and when we, you know, we did a million Rams games down the stretch, he, he really became – uh, an integral part of this pass game. He, he's been a great teammate by everybody's account. 
And uh, I, I, I think he's, he's overlooked at this point. And, and you've got to account for him. And Van Jefferson is, you know, now he's a coach's son, really good player um, and a guy that, that can uh, find holes in defenses. So it's not just Cooper Cup. And a lot of teams have gone in trying to take Cooper Cup out of the game. And just with his route running and his ability to understand defenses, he's so smart. You just can't do it. So uh, I, I, they're going to have receivers open. And if Stafford can calm into this game and start finding guys downfield, they're going to be hard to beat. Joe, I take to heart what you said about the Rams personnel and coaching staff. I totally get that because in your job covering these games and calling these games, you and Troy, the, one of the best things you can do is develop relationships, and it's it's a people business, no doubt about it. So I appreciate your comments in that regard, and I'll look at the game differently uh, because of that, actually. I, I wanted to ask you, kind of in these moments uh, before you call a game, and Al Michaels will have that assignment today on NBC, what is that like? What are these hours leading up to kickoff like for the play-by-play voice of the Super Bowl? I just remember when I did my first one in Jacksonville, Super Bowl 39, it was it was you're waiting, waiting, waiting for the game to start. And everybody's like, oh, did you have a fun week out there? And the last thing you're thinking about is doing the parties and all the other stuff that, you know, you're there to do a game. And you have to walk that fine line of, of knowing that there's a hundred million people on the other end of that microphone. Uh, but at the same time, just treating it like any other game. And I'm, I'm assuming that's what it's like. That's Troy. And I've talked about it a bunch. That's what you have to do as a player. So I, you can't be overwhelmed by the magnitude of it, but to answer your question, it's like all of a sudden you're wait, 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 and then they kick it off. It's like, oh wait, I got to do a game now, and uh, you know you can't wait for it to start. And I texted Al this morning; uh, he was up early, and uh, you know it's his last hurrah at NBC, and I'm sure there's a lot of emotions going into this for him, and so. You know, you have to calm yourself down and just kind of ease into it even when you're just broadcasting the game, which kind of sounds silly, but it's true. I I do understand. One last one, if I can, before we go, and that is that when the Super Bowl is over, those of us who live and breathe baseball can breathe and say, it's time, let's go. Well, I, I, I don't really feel that way at the moment. I just don't know what's going on. Just your overall feeling right now is one of the voices of baseball as well as to, as to where we stand right now and maybe how we should look at this. Yeah, I, I feel the same way as you. I, I think there's too much at stake for either side to test the patience of fans any more than they already have. And I think they're going to get something done. I, I think, you know, time is obviously the essence, but, but nothing gets done until the 11th hour in these things. And I'm not saying it's, it's tomorrow or the next day, but, I would think that within the next week or two, something will get done. I, I'd like to believe that because I, I think with the state of the game, both sides knowing that you need to speed things up, you need to get more action back in this game. Uh, no, nobody has any patience coming out of a pandemic for billionaires fighting with millionaires. And, you know, I get it. Each side has points that they feel really strongly about. And they're both really prideful sides that, that are – going at it at the negotiating table but everybody's got to take a step back and go with well, this thing needs to get done needs to get done now so i i can't imagine losing many games in april let alone you know flushing april and and starting games in may i i just 
both sides are too smart for that, I, I have to believe. Former Sports on a Sunday Morning host, Joe Buck, you're the best, man. Yes. I appreciate yes. you. Thank you for stepping aside on a busy Super Bowl Sunday and joining us for a little bit on KNOX. I'm going to the game. I'm in L.A. I'm, I'm uh, taking my wife and my daughter and her boyfriend plays for the Coyotes, and, and we're sitting in really expensive seats that I had to buy. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm out of pocket for today. So uh, this, this, is, this is a new experience for me. Well, when you get back, I'll I'll buy you a beer. At least I can I can go that far. Okay, for you. good. All right, man. Good. You, uh, right. Say hi to everybody for me. Thank you so much. Sure, Tom. Anytime. Thank you, Joe Buck, with us on KMOX. Great to hear him. Uh, some great insight from him, as always. We'll take a break when we come back. Lauren Lovett, as we make our Super Bowl pick from the Stiefel Sports Studio. This is Sports on a Sunday Morning on KMOX. <laughs> Blocked by the left guard Tom Ackerman. And right here, let's go downstairs to Bonnie. Marv, if you remember that uh, big run Robert Holcomb had on the first drive, one of the guys responsible on help busting him loose was Tom Ackerman. Tom Ackerman up front, and this is a unit that has played very well. A good night for Eddie George. 21 carries, 74 yards. The left guard Tom Ackerman with the block that, that set him free. It's a first down. Oh, if only I could move people around like Tom Ackerman, the former Titans offensive lineman. Well, it has become that time, Lauren Lovett. It's 11.50. We have six minutes to break it down. Super Bowl 56. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm excited. I'm ready. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about the fact that you're following Joe Buck? You get to do that today. I know, right? That's kind of special. That's kind of special. <laughs> well, you know what? This segment is special. And you well, and I you, have sir. been doing this the entire season. We have picked against each other straight up just for people joining us just now. And we have a lot of people who have been following along since week one. We went through 18 weeks of regular season, the longest regular season that's ever been. We mm-hmm. went through the entire postseason. We picked head-to-head straight up. And after all of that, we are one game apart and you are in the lead. I, I, you know, I'm pretty excited about that, Tom. This is a, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. So, you know, there's a couple of ways I could play this today, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what goes on. We'll see what, uh, you, you what ab- you're thinking today. You absolutely could. So you want me to go first is what I'm thinking. No, so, I'm teasing you. I'm, I'm teasing because, you. Yes, because play it safe. as right. people know, she could play it safe. And if we pick the same the team, same it's over. Team. Correct. Correct. I'm you could winner. win it right here the in these <laughs> <laughs> in these next five minutes, it's over. That's right. That's right. So uh, no, I'm not going to play that way. So I'm not going to play that okay, way. So, so I'm happy to go first if you want me to today. Um, yeah, uh, I you... think the listeners probably want you to go first is my guess so that we don't end it right here because you gotcha. technically could. Uh, Correct. So maybe you should go first, Lauren. And I have an idea maybe of where you're going, but I'm going to let you take it. It's the Rams, it's the Bengals, it's Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium. The stage is yours. Well, thank you. I mean, first, let me just say, I know we're short on time, but yeah, I'm kind of emotional today because we have been talking football for the last seven months and I have thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been an amazing season, Uh, a really fun season for me too. My Patriots had an amazing season, much better than I ever would have predicted back in September. We had a couple of tears saying goodbye to Tom Brady. Um, It's been a really awesome year, so um, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Looking forward to next year already. I definitely go into a little bit of a depression about 
when this is over, February and March are rough for me, start bouncing back around April, but um, it's been a really fun season. It so. has been fun. On to the Super Bowl. You've been terrific, and I know that the NFL is a 365 day a year talk topic, so this definitely is not the last time we talk, that's for sure. For sure, for sure. All right, but to the game today, I mean, as you know, I have picked the Rams the majority of the time this season against their opponents, and they've done really well for me. I think they have the advantage today when it comes to coaching. They have the superior defense. I think the combination with them being better up front and the fact that they also have some more experienced guys and star power on the team, um, you, you know, that bodes really well for them. You know, I said at the beginning of the season, I saw them in the Super Bowl. Here they are. They definitely should be here. And then you look at the Bengals, who I never would have predicted being in the Super Bowl, and here they are, and it is very well-deserved. I would even say watching the Bengals play in the AFC Championship, I think they played a far better game than the Rams against a tougher opponent. I think Cincinnati has the ability to beat the Rams. They have the momentum to pull off a win. Their weakness is definitely their offensive line, but with you know Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, I mean, they are nothing to scoff at. And the momentum seems to say the popular consensus is that it could be, it could be their destiny this year, for sure. Uh, but all that being said, Tom, I cannot say I'm a girl that really believes in the whole destiny nonsense. So uh, with that being said, the Rams' offense is great. I think their defense is better. Their pass rush can provide the kind of pressure that I don't think Burrow can sustain. Aaron Donald and Von Miller, I think, will be relentless, and I fully expect them to be on another level tonight. Um, I just don't think that the Bengals' secondary is going to be able to stop Stafford from hitting Cup and OBJ. I think this is the perfect matchup for the Rams. I'll take their elite front over the Bengals' below-average offensive line any day. The Rams will be victorious in Super Bowl 56. And I see Cooper Cup being uh, the MVP. I think that he might light it up his season, leading the NFL in receptions, uh, 145 receiving, uh, re- and NFL receptions, 145, receiving yards, 1947, and touchdown receptions, 16. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I also think that you will be taking the Bengals because I know your hatred for, for Gronky and that entire organization. So I'm going with my head, and I'm also going hoping I can end this season with a, a, a two a, a game two up on you. That's what I'm going for today. So I think it's a good. Go Rams. Well, it's it's a good pick, and I think that Cooper Cup is MVP is also a good pick. Uh, so I I accept the challenge, and I am indeed taking the Cincinnati Bengals to win Super Bowl Fifty Six. I think that you just illustrated some of the keys right there. The Bengals are going to have to block that tremendous front. They're going Mm -hmm. to have to have Joe Burrow play basically a mistake-free game and get the ball in the hands of his playmakers, Chase and Mixon. I think defensively for the Bengals, and Joe Buck uh, scared me a little bit when he said that you can't stop Cooper Cup and other receivers will be open. I think in that regard, You probably, if you're the Bengals, are going to have to do some things defensively that haven't been seen. You're going to have to disguise coverages, disguise defenses, and find a way to confuse Matthew Stafford and that offense and get the ball turned over. It's the way the Bengals are going to have to win this. They're going to have to play with some short fields and let Burrow be a magician and capitalize on those opportunities. I believe in Joe Burrow. I believe in the Cincinnati Bengals. And I believe that the Bengals will do what St. Louisans want to be done, the Rams losing in their own stadium on Super Bowl (laughs) Sunday. Lauren, it's been an absolute pleasure. Good luck. So, again, if the Rams win, you are the champion of the season. If the Bengals win, we tie. 
which Correct. I will take Correct. all day long. <laughs> Have a great one. You too, Top. Thanks. She's the Bye. best. Lauren Lovett with us on KMOX. Thanks for joining us, and enjoy the game, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 